0: I never intended to play professional baseball. After high school, I had gone down to Arizona State on a football scholarship, playing for Frank Cush, who was a great coach. He knew my high school football coach, John Craxon, from the Pittsburgh area, and Craxon told him I would be a good college player. I was a much better football player than I was a baseball player at the time. I was maybe a better basketball player, too. I could do everything. I was a great shooter, played guard— but also jump center, even though we had a guy, Alan Trackenberg, who was six feet eight, I was just 5'11". I was a great jumper, a high flyer. In football, I was a running back on offense and a safety on defense. There were several schools interested in recruiting me. Syracuse, Penn State, Oklahoma, but you had to be in a tent at night for your own safety. Duke, but I was a little afraid to go to a school in the South then. I didn't know what to expect at the time. I didn't want to be the first black player to go anywhere. Notre Dame and Michigan were interested in me, but I wanted to play baseball, too. And they were schools in cold-weather climates, where you couldn't get enough time in to play much baseball. John Craxon was a father figure to me, so I listened to him. I saw Coach Cush much the same way. I was 18 years old, but Frank Cush was going to make me a man. Football started at Camp Taunazonah up in the hills near a little town called Payson. We went there for two weeks in mid-August, and it got up to a hundred and five degrees during the day, five thousand feet above sea level, but cooled at night. We had two workouts a day, lots of running, mostly sprints. If you couldn't make it, or you were dragging, you had to run Mount Cush at the end of the workout, which was this rocky hill, this prudential rock, where you'd be sliding, slipping, and falling, Lots of one-on-one drills to see who's tougher than the next guy. We had this drill called Bull in the Ring. There'd be a big circle of the entire team, anywhere from 80 to 90 guys out there in full pads and helmets, with numbers on the jerseys to test our mettle, to see who was tough enough to play Frank Cush football. Coach Cush would call out a guy's number. If you were the bull in the circle, another player would run at you full speed. You had to find out where he's coming from, if he was behind you, or on one side, and defend yourself in a one-on-one, head-on crash. I felt like I was in the middle more than anybody, and I wasn't the best at it. The best at it was a guy named Curly Culp, who was the NCAA heavyweight wrestling champion when he was a freshman in college, and who would go on to make the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a great, great defensive lineman with the Kansas City Chiefs. Curly and I bunked together at camp. His number got called when I was in the circle, and he took it easy on me. Coach Kuss said, Okay, taking care of your buddy, huh? Okay, you become bull in the ring. Curly broke the next guy's face mask and helmet, and that ended the drill. In those days, you couldn't play varsity ball as a freshman. I played on the freshman team, played both ways as a safety and running back, and did well. I remember I gained a lot of yards running behind Curly Culp. But I wanted to play baseball, and my dad wanted me to play, too. He had been a professional player with some of the old Negro League clubs. I had been a center fielder, a first baseman, and a pitcher in high school. At the plate, I hit about 500. I had one of the best arms on the team, so I pitched a lot. But I threw a lot of curveballs and ended up hurting my arm. I did pitch a couple of no-hitters. I could pitch a no-hitter, strike out 15, and usually walk 10 or 12. When he came to recruit me, I asked Coach Cush if I could play baseball as well. That would be almost unheard of today, a top recruit playing two sports, but he told me I could play baseball as well as football if I kept up a B average. And I had a 3.0. Freshman year at Arizona State, spring of 1965, we had spring football practice, but the baseball season was starting at the same time. A couple of guys in my dormitory, Joe Paulson and Jeff Pentland, who became a major league hitting coach for many years, Bet me I couldn't make the baseball team. Much as I wanted to play, I was leery about going out for the team, because the baseball coach was Bobby Winkles. Winkles was a legend, but he was from Arkansas, and Arizona State had never had a black player on its team. They had one guy, Sterling Slaughter, who was a mulatto, and he later pitched for the Cubs, but he really wasn't recognized as a black player. But Joe and Jeff bet me $5. I couldn't make the team and $5 was a lot of money to us then. After football practice one day, I went over to the baseball field and told Coach Winkles, Boy, I'd like to try out one day. Winkles had already heard from the Major League Scouts who watched me play in high school that I had really good tools, and he said in his southern drawl, Well, come on over here and take some batting practice. I still had my football gear on at the time. I was wearing a pair of Riddell football shoes, had my football pants on still, my shoulder pads and shirt. I was still wearing my helmet, but he said, take some batting practice. So I just took off my shoulder pads, set my football helmet down, put on a baseball helmet and started swinging. After a couple pop-ups and grounders, I started hitting line drives and fly balls over the fence. Bobby Winkle said, would you like to try out for the team? And I said, I would love to. And thought, of course, of my $5 payday. It also meant I got to miss Frank Cush's spring football practice, which was a big plus. I played on the freshman team, and everything went fine. We had ten games, all of them at home or within a day trip away.